When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Ryfield TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're at the press conference here ahead of uh, mm-hmm. January the 14th, show at the Ovo Arena between KSI and Dylan Dennis. Yeah. Joined by KSI, first of all, mate, how are you? I'm good, chill, relaxed. Uh, just finished the press conference and yeah. R- relaxed. <laughs> okay, let's kind of address, first of all, uh, a no-show from Dylan Dennis today. Yeah. So just talk to me through that. When did you realise or know or notified that he wasn't going to be here today? Uh, yeah, I knew before the press conference. Um, well, I knew on the day or yesterday that he missed the flight. And then I heard today before the press conference that he wasn't going to be able to make the video call as well. So, I mean, I don't know what mind games he's playing at, but it hasn't affected me, so. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing because obviously the first time you guys are in this situation ahead of the 14th in a in a different setting to what mm. you was last time out, um, it is disappointing, I suppose, when we, we don't have that kind of interaction between you two on yeah, there, yeah, but yeah, it's one of those things, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's something that's out of my control, you know, when it's, when, when there's things that I can control, then yeah, like I make sure it's always at the best of my abilities. But yeah, but, you know, with him just <laughs> not showing up, it's just it is what it is. But I, you know, look, I'm not I'm not phased. You know, I'm still training. I'm still ready. I'm still excited to get in that ring and just break his face. <laughs> and yeah, and there's not really much he can do to stop that, really. An element of doubt about him. Turning up for fight week, etc. I know you'll have kind of a contingency plan or two, uh, possibly for that week anyway. But just because you've been used to that situation yourself, but um, are you confident that he will rock up on fight week and get in the ring? Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's always going to be doubt because he's definitely, you know, uh, flaked beforehand for you know several fights that he's had. Um, but look, if he shows up, I knock him out. If he doesn't show up, I knock someone else out. Simple as that. Straight to the point now. Um, the card, though, is uh, for this type of thing in the mm. in this crossover boxing uh, promotion that you're doing with Misfits, it's a very, very interesting card with some very good matchups on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think Sol Pappy versus Josh Brookner, that's going to be a crazy fight. Um, if Sol Pappy wins, he's top five because this is going to be Sol Pappy's first real test, I think. His last two opponents were, mm, you know, they I wouldn't say they're top 15, let alone top 20 in the whole boxing influencers scene. But Josh Brutner is someone that many people have avoided fighting and a lot of people don't want to fight. So if Sol Pabby is able to dispose of him, then yeah, it's a very good look. But then obviously you've got 
Um, Idris versus Anthony Taylor as well. That's going to be a sick fight. I'm hoping Anthony Taylor loses. Um, you know, Idris is working hard. Uh, uh, I train with him as well. So, you know, he's been going in with the sparring, in with the training. And, you know, he's a very fast fighter. He's able to, like, really go off the races. So, you know, we're just working on a few more things with him just to make sure everything is tip-top condition and then yeah I think he's gonna absolutely breeze Anthony Taylor and I think it's about time someone finally you know knocks Anthony Taylor out because he's just this annoying piece of work that is just just has been around for way too long and uh, <coughs> um, Slim versus Thompson Eddie as well that's also a very good fight I'm looking forward to you know Thompson I see him like Ryan Taylor you know able to just stick out, take bangs, but also is able to, you know, throw more than Ryan Taylor did against Slim. And, you know, it's whether Slim is able to deal with that. You know, he was able to deal with Ryan Taylor, but, you know, those times where he struggled. Whereas this time, you know, he's going to have to fight a better Ryan Taylor. And whether he can do that, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, stack card and it's uh, yeah. exactly a month away, so not long at all. Um, just wanted to kind of run through a couple of the points, uh, or talking points from the press conference. First of all, uh, the mention of uh, former England footballer Wayne Rooney. Yeah, yeah. Is there legs in that? Is that serious? Uh, so yeah, he you know hit me up saying like it was it was kind of weird. He hit me up at like three a.m. in the morning, being like, "Oh, we should we should fight," and I was just like, "Nah, man, I don't know." I like I just I'm kind of just in a different mindset. I think he wanted to do it for like charity and stuff like that, and I'm just there like. You know, I, I, for me, the reason why I came back is to knock out Jake Paul. So, you know, me fighting Wayne Rooney isn't really, like, in my mindset of things to do. You know, maybe after I fight Jake Paul, but at the moment, no. <laughs> no offense to Rooney, obviously, but, like, I just, it's just not where my goal is. Okay. Um, and the question at the end there was asked, uh, quite interestingly, about Andrew Tate. We saw... Andrew Tate and Jake Paul do that face-off, which we're assuming was just kind of it's for publicity just, yeah, reasons. But, I mean, have you thought about that? Is that something that could be a potential for 2023, Andrew Tate? I mean, look, I'm, I'm always down to fight anyone. I've always, wa you know, I've said I wanted to fight Andrew Tate, and, you know, if we were to give him, send him a contract, he'd literally go, oh, I need some warm-up fights. So, you know, it's he's not serious, and, you know, it's... I don't know whether it's the money or whether it's clout or whatever reason, but you know he he doesn't fancy himself as much as he thinks he does when it comes to this influencer boxing scene. Do you, do you think that he will be involved in this at some point? Like I said, I, we assume that that clip and him, him and Jake put out a couple of months ago was a, a publicity thing more so than anything else. But would you expect him? You made some points in there that you believe that he doesn't. Uh, if he was to lose, then yeah, you made that, that so I point. Don't, I don't. I don't think he is going to touch the space. I don't think he's going to do anything to prove that he is a top G. I think he's just going to stay in his lane and just keep preaching whatever bullshit he wants to preach to his impressionable audience. Okay, moving on from there. Um, I did want to ask you, from the back of the last Misfit show, uh, you got into a Twitter debate, shall we say, or heated debate with Jake Wood about some of his comments. Yeah. So I did want to ask you about that. Um, 
I kind of briefly spoke to Jake about this. Um, we know that Jake was kind of involved in some of the earlier fights from a few years ago. I think the with one with, with you and Joe Weller. So, yeah, I just wanted you to make a comment on that. Um, yeah, I was just disappointed at his comments, you know, for someone that was so... <laughs> that was so hugely part of the start of the whole influencer boxing scene for them, for then him to just turn his back on it and go, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to see this. I'm cancelling my whole DAZN subscription. And it's just like, well, you you can keep your DAZN subscription and just watch other things. You don't have to, you know, tweet out saying, ah, oh, this influencer boxing thing is trash. I hate it. Um, also, I'm deleting my subscription. It's just, it was just, I thought it was very cringe and uh, it was just not a good look. And I had to put him in his place. And that's why, you know, we went back and forth and I told him, like, you know, what you're doing is just not cool. This isn't a good look. And, you know, I told him, yeah, this is, you know, what we're trying to, we're trying to create a space where, you know, it's, it, it bridges the gap or it bridges the, 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 I felt like there was this void where entertainers and influencers wanted to get into boxing but there wasn't a platform for them to do it. You know, the people who tried with other boxing organizations and they would, all, they would either get run into the ground and become bankrupt or just be poorly run or poorly created, poorly made. Whereas now we have misfits, you know, everything is perfect. You know, we're focused on making sure the fires are getting, you know, all the focus and we're making sure it's you know, a, a great place for an influencer or social media star to, you know, go through and perform in front of a boxing crowd. So for him then to just shit on it, it's just, it was just like, it's just weird. It just, it's just, it was so backwards. And you know, how the, you know, the phrase, or not the phrase, I'm not sure what it is, but when people hate the idea of change, you know, or something happening, they just feel like they have to put their two cents to try and stop the change or say, oh, it was good in the good old days or back in the day. But like, you know, things evolve, things, you know, change. And I think for him, he just needs to just keep his mouth shut and, you know, stay in his lane and not have to try and degrade or shit on anything else that other people are trying to do. Just the last one on that. The, the clip that went viral kind of from that fight night, we saw the two fighters. Chase, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm assuming when, as you build Misfits, you want to have every fight at a, like a minimal standard uh, of the fighters fighting, etc. But did that clip concern you watching that and seeing kind of, I suppose you had to have context about around watching the whole fight of that. But the clip that went out, if people just watch that, does that concern you? Well, I mean, there was several clips that went out. You know, there's clips of Walid Sharks versus Dean the Great, you know, and, and the amazing <clears throat> fighting fighting that they had and the technical ability that they both had. And, you know, there, you know, there was just other fights. And obviously, as, you know, a lot, a lot of boxing purists want to just try and find anything to just shit on this whole Misfits saga uh, that's going on. So, yeah, I guess a lot of people saw that clip and went, oh, this is why 
it's bad. You know, you've got people who don't even know how to fight or box. And yeah, I mean, that was just a clip where Chase just, I don't know what he was doing, fighting his demons or something. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, we, we see what we see from previous fights. Um, and then we decide whether it makes sense for them to fight certain people. And, uh, you know, we saw his previous fight and he looked, de you know, decent. And then when he fought Josh Butner, he just looked, you know, not as good. Uh, so it's, it's, it's one of the things where we can't really control. It's kind of just happens. And, you know, from learning now, we just know, okay, we have to put chase with certain other people who, uh, you know, at a similar level. But it's all about just trying to figure out. It's a new space. It's a new space. And we're still trying to understand and still trying to make sure everyone is good. And, you know, he, you know, at the at the end of the day, he lost, and uh, the referee called it off because, yeah, he he was he just looked exhausted and he just looked like he couldn't continue. So it's all about context as well. You're right. There was a lot of clips that went out, but the one that got picked out, that ten seconds gets put yeah. put out, worded in a certain way for people that haven't watched it to go to take an overall picture, and that doesn't really reflect the true case of the night. Yeah, I mean, context is so important, and we live in a day and age where clickbait is just everything. Everyone just tries to clickbait everything because they just want clicks or they want views or they want interactions or they just want clout. So, you know, I always take everything with a pinch of salt. If someone says a headline or says something, I always verify it to make sure it's exactly what they you know, said it was. And a lot of the time, it's always just BS. It's always just people just saying shit just to get um, get more hits. So yeah, you have to do your research. It's just, yeah, man, that's just the world we live in. You can't just take everything word by word by just because it hasn't enough likes on the tweet. Mm. Yeah. Just a couple more quick things before I let you go. First of all, how's your brother? Yeah, he's good, man. He, I, he went on holiday the other day. He's just enjoying himself, living life, yeah, really to the fullest. Uh, he recently um, moved to London, so he's really just enjoying himself. You know, like, he's been living with my parents for, like, 25, 24, 25 years. So, you know, this is, like, the first time he's able to be independent and really just enjoy himself. And he's really doing that now. He's really, you know, like, he's going out, he's partying, he's, you know, he's having fun with his friends. He's having, you know, he's, he's having that that um, young adult life that, you know, I think he missed out on, on uh, because he was staying with my parents for too long. So, yeah, he, you know, he's, he's just enjoying himself. And then when he wants to get back in the ring, he can whenever he wants. But it's good to see him also just creating YouTube videos as well because, you know, that's what made him the person he is. And, yeah, it's, um, yeah, no, I'm always proud of him. And, yeah, um, hopefully it'll be good to see him uh, during Christmas. Uh, I don't know because... We're having a little situation where my bro is going to be with my dad and my mum is going to be, um, or our mum is going to be with uh, uh, with me and because we're going to be in different locations. So if I do see him, yeah, I've got a present for him, so I'm going to give it to him. And then I've also got a present for my dad and mum. So, yeah, cool. Okay. I just know what that present is you've got your brother, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't want to ruin it, on it obviously, on here. Um, JJ, just a final one. Um, do you expect this fight with Tommy Fury and Jake Paul to happen um, in the first three months of next year? Because, obviously, that has bearing on 
kind of how your year goes as well? Um, do I expect it to happen? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I think... I think the problem is... Problem is... Um, for both of them, like money is quite a big incentive. And they right now I feel like in the boxing scene, unless you're like the top, top fights, the money isn't really there like it used to be. So I think for them, it's kind of just like they're seeing whether it's any point because I know Jake ain't making, ain't getting pay-per-view numbers like, you know, he says he is, you know, the, the numbers aren't really that strong. And, you know, same with, with, well, I mean, Tommy ain't, I don't know about Tommy, but like, yeah, with Jake, I know it isn't as strong. So it's kind of just like, I guess they're fighting for money that's a lot less than they thought mm. it would be. So, you know, they're kind of just thinking, oh, is there any point to this? Or, you know, should we do this? And then we look at our bank accounts and it's... <laughs> It's just not worth it. I don't know. For them, I, I don't know. Like, for me, I I do this because I want to show that I'm the best. And that's just it. Like, you know, I've got so many other places to make money. Like, I, like I said in the press conference, I've got money. Um, you know, I've got fame. I've got everything that I've worked for. You know, I've, I've got it. But I had to find a new purpose in life. And for me, that's just being the best when it comes to boxing. And being the best when it comes to music or whatever like i just wanted to always improve so now yeah i just you know <laughs> i didn't make any money with uh the last fight i literally there was no fee i just did for free yeah but but that's because i just wanted to do it i just like i i don't know it's it's i just enjoy it, isn't it? <laughs> you didn't get paid for that last, or not didn't get paid but you didn't earn money from that yeah yeah that there, last was no fee. there was no fee for me you know, literally all my money went to my trainers one way I went to trainers and then also my uh, physio. Yeah. <laughs> but like like I said, bro, bro, like I have Prime. Like Prime is doing extremely well. I have Sidemen, which is doing very well. Sides and XIX doing very well. You know, I've got all these avenues of money streams coming in left, right and center. Like I said, I don't need to box, but I do it because I enjoy it. So, and for me, like, I think that's very important and, it's just important in life. Yeah, money isn't everything, man. Money is not everything. And sometimes it's good to just... Well, I, if anything, it's more terrifying to fight someone that doesn't need money. <laughs> yeah, there is a good point to that, to be fair. Yeah, so... Can you tell some of these corner shops to stop overpricing Prime, please? <laughs> Mate, the one near me, I'm not going to out them, but the one near me, yeah, yeah. they've got it in the window as well, yeah? <laughs> it's not the recommended retail price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, look. But, but I even had to tell Asda. Asda tried to increase it to £2.50. And then, you know, I, I tweeted out being like, this isn't Prime increasing, this is Asda doing it. And they brought it back down to £2. But, yeah, look, the original price is £2. Look, I get it. You, you need to make a profit. Make it, what, £3 at most? Not 10 not 50 not 20 Don't take advantage of the hype of Prime. Like, just be fair, okay? Let people try the drink. I have people to this day who have still not tried any of the original flavors, let alone the new flavors. So please, guys, all right, normal prices. Oh, bless. My, my man's 
advertising the price in the window as yeah, well. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But the thing is, the problem is people are paying. That's the problem. People are actually looking at it and going, ah, oh, fuck it. All right, let me spend the money because I can't find it anywhere. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's annoying because like we're trying to increase the supply. But bro, like when I tell you we've increased the supply tremendously and it still can't take in the demand. It's just outrageous. And yeah, it's one of the things where like, we've got a lot of good things and exciting things um, planned for Prime. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> we're gonna just constantly try and increase the supply. Bro, I have I haven't made any money on Prime. All the money goes straight back into the company so we can make more Prime. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like you know, I I see a long term goal for Prime, and uh, you know I want it to be as big as like Coke or Pepsi or Red Bull. You know, like for me, it's like I said, it's all about goals and having a purpose. And you know, I reached a point when I didn't have any purpose, and it was. A horrible place to be in. <laughs> a man without purpose is is not is not really a man at all, honestly. Just, just literally one more. What did you think of Paddy Pimblett's video comparing the, your drink I, and I another it, drink? I thought it was extremely cringe. I think I I think he's had a terrible week when it comes to press. He's been destroyed by Ariel Hawani, and <laughs> even the fight that he had, he should have lost. That wasn't. There was no way he won that. He was getting, you know, messed up with that left hook repeatedly, and for some reason, just didn't know how to defend it. And uh, yeah, I mean, the guy, his opponent had good control, way more control than Paddy. But for some reason, Paddy won. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, I think he's had um, a terrible press run, and uh, that's probably one of the reasons why he's kind of staying low. Yeah, and not really saying much. Kaz, I thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. We're yeah, one month exactly away uh, from the 14th of uh, January at the Ovo Arena. So, yeah, it's going to be a very, very interesting night. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be very exciting. You're going to see a knockout. and It's going to be brilliant. Top man. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network.